as we cover many an insane movie and numerous cult TV phenomenons. Are you ready to get jacked up? Are you with us? Then listen on. We're talking the Razzies, also known as the Golden Raspberry Awards. Originally a parody award show founded by John J.B. Wilson, that's a pretentious name, and Mo okay. Murphy. <laughs> More recently become infamous to some crowds because they seem to have forgotten how to be sarcastic and have just become rather mean-spirited. So... Here we are to just kind of just discuss how we kind of just started following them versus disputing some of these <laughs> uh, so-called uh, worst people they've awarded. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, John, what was your introduction? I believe, surprisingly, it was actually when Sandra Bullock won for All About Steve. She... Really? Actually, okay. attended that. <laughs> yeah, it took me a few years to realize what they were until afterwards. So I was always following IMDb and everything. I think around 05, 06, I started just following some stuff. And uh, yeah, the ones I mentioned the most is like, it seemed like every Stallone, every Angelina Jolie, Madonna, uh, Schwarzenegger. And... Yeah. And movie just got awarded. And then, yeah, when the people started attending it and laughing it off like Paul Verhoeven and Halle Berry. I was like, okay, I see. Um, and, and it's just so funny how Wikipedia lists them and talks about how they, excuse me, uh, they got awards that end up also like winning other awards at the same time. Like there's a bunch of international awards that these, mm-hmm. they award Worst Picture 2 that won Best Picture Overseas. There's Saturn Awards, which basically honors anything in the sci-fi horror industry. <laughs> I wasn't surprised to see many people on here often that that were punching bags. Johnny Depp, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, uh, even uh, Ben Stiller and uh, Keanu Reeves. It's like, yeah, go figure. <laughs> Not surprised. And some of the other ones, it, it's become pretty obvious how mean-spirited they can be. Like, it, he doesn't hate him as much as Stallone, but he clearly hates Arnold Schwarzenegger, so he almost always tries to find a way to award him. And 
2013, 14 was stupid because it's like they just awarded him three different movies. It's like, Jesus, just pick one. <laughs> Can't all be that bad. <laughs> yeah, it t- t- tends to be problems that they just pick whatever movie they have that out that year, like a Bruce Willis, like an Armageddon, Mercury Rising. He like, did team up on Bruce for a while there, then he kind of forgot about him, and now he's picking on Nick Cage. I'm like, yeah, Nick Cage picks some bad movies, but not all of them are bad. Exactly. Um, but yeah, Schwarzenegger like won for like uh, Expendables Free, Escape Plan, and then there was like one other movie, and I was just like, he was barely in Expendables Free. Come on, it's just Gaspar Uh Obviously. Any animated kids movie and Tom Cruise <laughs> or Targets, Transformers, Fifty Shades, that makes sense. Uh, but yeah, 2005, he, he kind of started just getting a little stuck up and just doing a lot of special categories. <laughs> it's just yeah uh, it's like most tiresome tabloid targets i'm like okay now you're just really <laughs> this is kind of a personal attack and you can only hide behind parody like that for so long i mean you've seen the terrorist attacks in france how a lot of mm-hmm. those were because they're kind of parody and the whole if you can't take a joke is like well here's the thing you are kind of going off the radar and some of that could be considered bigoted humor so <laughs> and plus with the 05 ones that they like the one that won which is Dirty Love which I never heard of until now to be fair oh yeah what the hell that is I'm like some of these movies it kind of made one wonder who actually saw them did you just award exactly. them because they had a 2 out of 10 on IMDB or what and some of the other ones, I was actually surprised, just avoided it. Like, no one even talked about them. <laughs> he just figured, okay, it's just a stupid canon-type film, so I'm not going to pick on it. I'm going to pick on the... <laughs> the they, also, they also nominated people that didn't really deserve the awards. Like, recently was Jennifer Garner on Peppermint. I'm like, I don't understand that. Yeah, there. there was some crazy ones. There was Charlize Theron for Once Upon a Time in the West. And, like, she was the best part about that comedy. Uh, and even Kristen Wiig, Kristen Wiig, one more eighty-four. Like she was the best part of that movie. I don't understand. Yeah, just and that's the other thing. The logic seems to be if they're in the movie, therefore they suck. I'm like, that's not no. true. He he nominated Kiefer Sutherland for Pompeii. I'm like, he was clearly having the most fun as the bad guy. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, for a while, he was picking on Kevin Costner a bit. Yeah, like, Jesus, I I. I didn't care for the postman, but I don't think it deserved to win every award, other award that No. <laughs> I mean, now, if you care for the movie, but come on now, guys. It wasn't that bad. Jeez. Hayden Christensen, I will admit, could have probably gotten more awards. <laughs> well, at least he got the one for Star Wars. That's one good thing. He deserved that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You should have gotten it for Jumper, though. But, True. But, I agree with that. And he... <laughs> he nominated, I think, Rick Baker for Planet of the Apes. I'm like, don't bash the makeup artist for 2001. I mean... <laughs> Planet I'm of the Apes. that right now. It's just like, what the hell? That's one of the best parts of that movie. 
Amazing. And he gave Daryl Hannah a Razzie for Wall Street. Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> That's still the best performance. <laughs> he gave Flashdance a Razzie for worst screenplay. Uh, I think the screenplay is easily the best part about it. It's just the uninspired directing that's kind of annoying. <laughs> I haven't seen it, so I can't say. Joker, not surprised about that. I don't didn't care for that one. But then he went ahead with Rambo Last Blood. I'm like, Rambo 5 was probably just forgettable. I'd hardly say worst of the decade, but he's doing that just because, hey, got to bash Stallone. <laughs> I'm actually one didn't hate Rambo 5. I'm like, oh, what performance is that? Yeah, than him. Come on now. Yeah, nothing wrong with the acting. I just kind of just thought, man, it's just another man on fire taken. <laughs> and there's like five seconds of decent action. Ugh. <laughs> uh. uh. <laughs> so, have bone to pick with. Not only still on the Schwarzenegger. Even Eddie Murphy sometimes. Uh, yeah, Eddie Murphy. I mean, I don't blame Adam Sandler getting it. Hold up. Let's look at all the other people who have accepted these awards. God. Bill Cosby. Jeez, for Leonard Part 6. That's funny. <laughs> I remember because I know he even told people not to go see that when it came out. So. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen Lemon Part Six, so to be fair, I never right. bothered. Totally. Although Madonna winning Who's That Girl, she deserved that. <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> I saw that movie and oh god. Ugh. Right, and then he just picked on her from that point mm -hmm. on, just like Angelina. Wow. Tom Selleck accepted an award for Christopher Columbus, The Discovery. He was like the only guy who seemed to care during that <laughs> pointless <laughs> film. He uh, accepted it when he appeared on the Chevy Chase show. Ugh. Um, <laughs> yeah, because so. people remember that one so well. Brian <laughs> 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 uh, Helgeland had to accept for The Postman the same year he won the Oscar for Best Screenplay for L.A. Confrontation. Yeah. <laughs> he considers the Resi founders find Battlefielder to be the worst of the decade. Eh, half agree. I definitely hated it growing up, but there's something fascinating about how shitty it is. Um, Look, I hate that movie, but <laughs> I, it's kind I of like I have fun with it. Oh, yeah. It's... It, it, Freddy Got Fingered, I think, is another one where it's like, I've seen some people embrace that movie and other people just say, yeah, it's pretty bad. I kind of just was like, I see what they're going for, but it's just kind of obnoxious. Yeah, definitely it. obnoxious. <laughs> I can't stand Tom Green, so that's why. Yeah, there you oh. go. And he definitely, there's a reason he kind of just stuck to just doing an internet show and is like, that's where you belong. Um, I did hear about a flag breaking the Razzie when he was like on CNN. <laughs> oh yeah, it was like paycheck. Paycheck? No, it wasn't that bad. Daredevil? No, no. I'll defend his performance in that. Really, yeah. I can. I'll give them that. <laughs> it's like it could have been better. Jiggly could have worked as a Tarantino type movie, and it just for whatever reason, there's now kind of rumors going around that there was like studio interference. 
because how else do you explain Martin Brest retiring after that? <laughs> well, that makes sense now, to be fair. Paycheck, I get that it's watchable. I just kind of was like, meh, the whole time. I just didn't find the graphics or John Woods direct and all that inspiring. <laughs> I still have fun with Paycheck. I don't think it's as bad as some people say. But... I'm surprised they didn't attack him for all the other stuff. <laughs> it seemed like it was just fun to hate him back in the day. Um, but I never hated him. I always thought he was very underrated. So. Well, that's just it. I knew some people even just got him mixed up with his friend Matt Damon or his brother Casey. And I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, I can tell a difference, folks. Just saying. Right? They're all in Kevin Smith movies. I don't think there's any other relation. Um, so, Holly Berry gets worse actress. I don't think that's cool. But whatever. No, she wasn't a problem with that movie. All About Steve, I did finally see probably three years ago, and I was just like, hmm. It's kind of just dorky and stupid, and yet the cast kind of makes it work. Yet. She, that's why I figured. Uh, Sandra Bullock said when she accepted the award, she was escaping from a charity dinner with Jeffrey Katzenberg. Mm -hmm. Well... I guess I can't blame her for that. <laughs> I remember that because I saw that video when she said that. Jeez. Was it broadcast live or was it just later a YouTube thing? I think somebody filmed it, if I remember correctly. And they just uploaded it on YouTube afterwards. Jeez. I remember, well, we had Uwe Boll won, even though he should have won Hole in the Dark, but that's a different story. <laughs> um, yeah, you've all deserved. Jamie Dornan's been kind of kicking it up a notch. I'm still not totally sold, but he's hardly as bad as one would think. Um, so he accepted the award in 2018 on Conan. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that's actually. Hmm. Dinesh D'Souza, yeah, that dude's propaganda guy. <laughs> he's not a documentary filmmaker. <laughs> I didn't even know about him. So when that was nominated, I'm like, what the hell is this? I'm like, oh, that's what it is. Never mind. Sosa, being his usual snob self, said, the reason you're giving me this award is because you are very upset that Trump won. You haven't gotten over it. You probably never will. This kind of award is really good for my career. See, if I've gotten an Oscar, I'd be done. I couldn't make another movie. My audience wouldn't even show up. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah, I got nothing there. My audience loves the fact that mm. you hate me. Thank you. Uh, no. <laughs> Not at all. Dude. That's the complete opposite, my man. And Dwayne Johnson received the award. The Razzie nominee is so rotten you loved it. <laughs> what? What a stupid award, to be honest. <laughs> he took it like, with a grain of salt. Just saying, hey, it's an easy way to get attention, and just took to Twitter saying he humbly accepted the award. I wouldn't have even showed up. That's just dumb. Yeah, I wouldn't have either. <laughs> <laughs> I've been like, well, thanks, guys. Okay. <laughs> I mean, there's not much else you can say about that. Yeah. So, digging into John J.B. Wilson. So it seems like the Razzies are still kicking on the award shelves. I 
used to check out some of the forums and I remember seeing some people just hated basically every other actor. I was like, geez, I didn't think that was such a thing, but I remember some <laughs> people wanted Christian Bell to win for like dark Knight or Terminator salvation. And I'm like, geez, <laughs> no, there's definitely a line that needs to be drawn. It's like, okay, actors can be miscast and not necessarily awful, but not good for a part. If that's the case, like that would be like if I hate the new James Bond, so therefore Daniel Craig must win. I'm like, no, you can no. just say I don't like the style or something. But <laughs> it definitely seems very open-minded. He apparently in 05 stated that he still worked in film marketing and worked on film trailers. That probably explains his cynicism. His marketing work had included publicity for the Academy Awards. He said in a quote, when I found out that when they found out I did the Razzies, they looked at me like I was a spy. I'm like, well, yeah, well, you're kind of <laughs> this was you were you embraced every platform before the Internet took over and you, you know, could upload a uh, streaming video. Exactly. And I'm really here. To this day, Sylvester Stallone is the most awarded actor ever with 10 awards. Jeez. Jesus. No. Because <laughs> he deserves that so well, guys. <laughs> uh. There's not other actors who deserve that more than he does. Oh, wait, there is. Totally. Let's look at people he's awarded the most. Jesus, I see the Razzie Redeemer Award. I remember Razzie that. Dina. No, the Razzie Redeemer Award. Oh my That's, god. I remember that. I was like, oh, Ben Affleck won because he did All Gone Gone Girl. That's why. Yeah, that's not how this works, guys. <laughs> and Stallone, they gave him that because of Creed. That's why. Wow. Emma Gibson, because they nominated him for Expendables 3, which... He didn't deserve that, to be fair. That's the best part of that. Okay. Come on now. So Yard Barker has an article with people with the most Razzies. So Sandler is second behind Stallone, has gotten it 11 times. <laughs> Even gotten worse actors first, drag role in Jack and Jill. That's not transphobic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kevin Costner has gotten it seven just because of Waterworld and Postman. <laughs> Travolta has gotten it eight total ones and one for the Fanatic in Trading Paint in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I still have not seen the Fanatic like you've described. Trading Paint, yeah, that one was pretty lame. But yeah. I wouldn't have seen it had he not been in it. So, um, Okay. So Nicholas Cage has gotten five nominations. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. Quaker Man was pretty bad. Uh, Eddie Murphy has gotten <laughs> five. Okay. Well, well it's less than I thought. Hmm. Yeah. Schwarzenegger has gotten four. I'd be surprised if T2 is on there. Then I'm really going to have a problem. No, it's not. Okay, good. 
Okay, so Burt Reynolds has four nominations. Along with Affleck. What else did he win for besides the free movies we talked about? <laughs> probably part of the worst screen couple. That's why they put him on there. That's probably why. Johnny Depp uh, has gotten four, five Razzies nominations. Here's Bruce Willis. He's gotten five nominations and one win for Hudson Hawk. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Tyler Perry. Okay, yeah. I'm thinking no, that. that. That is well-deserved. <laughs> Four nominations. Just based on the clips I've seen from some of his films and Alex Cross, he deserves that. And he, uh, I, even in the movies that he's not offensive in, like Star Trek or uh, Gone Girl, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm just not feeling it. And like you and I have said before, the Angelina Jolie movie he was in, it's like he just kind of just he, they could have just kept the villain so mysterious and not even talked about it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, like Gone Girl is the one film. It's like, oh look, you could act somewhat, still not great. Yeah. yeah. So then we got Madonna, then we got Demi Moore, just because of striptease. <laughs> Best of ever seen. Six novels. It's a pretty lame movie. I figured. Faye Dunaway. Uh, she has gotten four worst actress nominations and three worst supporting actress nominations. Okay, then. Melanie hmm. Griffith? Uh, no. She's gotten six nominations. I don't get that, but okay. I don't even know for what. I'll be interested to see that. Carmen Electra, yeah, not surprised. <laughs> it's just because of all the spoof movies she was in. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's like Hasselhoff. No one took her seriously, and neither no. shall we. Okay, so J Lo is at five worst actress noms. <laughs> I'm sure Anaconda's on there. Uh, Sharon Stone, here's another person he loves to bash, including the specialist. I'm like, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna let Catwoman go. I just, I'm not seeing it. There's <laughs> nothing about that movie works, so why should I hate on her for that? <laughs> and Sean Young's yeah. on here. Go for I'm it. not surprised. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, mostly shitty list. I gotta point out the special categories I'm reading here. Oh my god. I might as well I might as well point this out now. Because as we talked about, we only like the best screen couples that were in ninety seven. Is it gonna be Seagal and his guitar and fire down below, or is it gonna be William Defoe and the boat and speed two? You know, it's like that was funny and just the rest was just like, yeah, no. But this is like the worst written film grossing over a hundred million and twist the one that over uh, I don't think anyone expected a great script, but okay. (laughs) I think I was reckless to scar disregard for human life and public property, which is con air. Oh my god. (laughs) Sense of humor much? (laughs) The worst movie trends of the year. She says trailers are giveaway the film's entire plot. I'll give you that. Well, and see, I also find that unfair Mm -hmm. because yes, trailers Mm -hmm. suck nowadays, but 
if it's out of studio, you know damn well it's not going to be 100%. But... It was the 90s when they said that. Oh, well, shit. Okay. <laughs> longer movie, shorter plots. Okay. Megan Zilli and Donald Cross promotion overkill. Armageddon, Godzilla, etc. Okay. And then the winner for that was 58-year-old leading men wooing 28-year-old leading ladies. Okay. Okay. Is there something you'd like to say? <laughs> I know. It's just some of these. It's hilarious to read, but it's sad. They must think it's funny. Uh, it's like I mean it got well I mean what's this used for an actual movie The Cat in the Hat I mean okay. it's pretty dumb but I mean over oh, Too Fast Too Furious okay mm. <sighs> that's all I'll say about that <laughs> most tiresome tabloid targets Tom Cruise, his baby, Katie Holmes Oprah Murphy's couch and Eiffel Tower what? <laughs> <laughs> the world does... I got nothing on that I mean, how many times did Vin Diesel get nominated? if he was not nominated I'd be shocked Deserve some, if you ask me. Totally. <laughs> Let me look it up. Razzies, Vin Diesel. I'm sure he got it for the first few movies. Chronicles of Riddick, no. <laughs> uh, why not Fast and Furious? Jesus. Nothing on Fast and Furious? Oh, come on now. Okay, so I'm going to Mental Floss for the 12 surprising Razzie winners. This should be interesting. Leonardo DiCaprio for Titanic. Oh, totally deserved. Totally deserved. I've seen worse, so that's all I'll say. Oh, good. Donald Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Playing himself in that awful Bo Derek movie. Okay, yeah. Eddie Redmayne for the... For Jupiter Ascending. I didn't have a problem with him in that movie, but whatever. I wasn't a fan, but I didn't blame him on that. More the direction, you know. And George W. Bush and Donald Rumsfeld for Fire 9-11. That's just being cheap. Those aren't actors. Yeah. As much as I hate Bush <laughs> and Rumsfeld, well, he's not with us anymore. But <laughs> well, as much as I don't like any politician. That's like if I were to nominate Obama because he appears in a documentary. It's like they're not acting. They're playing themselves. No. Exactly. But he beat out Colin Farrell, Vin Diesel, and Ben Affleck that year in 04. And I'm like, Jesus. And Colin Farrell, God, there's another one. Everybody loved to just make him be a punching bag. I'm like, I thought Phone Booth was good, but <laughs> I didn't mind SWAT. But here he is. He's getting I beat up Daredevil. Alexander. <laughs> there you go. He was good in Daredevil. He was good in Tigerland. And here he is. He's got to get beat up. And even though in Burgess was good for some people, is like, Everyone just kept just lampooning him. It's like, what remake is he going to start? And I'm like, Jesus. Okay, Marlon Brando. Okay. 81, he was nominated for Worst Supporting Actor in the Formula. I see that one. Isn't that the George 
Let's see Scott film. Let me see. Formula. I'm trying to remember. I'd say 1981. I think Martin Sheen is in that one. Yep, George C. Scott. No, I have not seen that. Uh, synthetic fuel production by the Nazis at the end of World War II is sought after by those who aim to sell it and others who wish to destroy it. Yeah, I definitely call some people liking that. What did Roger Ebert think? Hmm. Gave it two out of four. Okay, so it's a like it or hate it. Marlon Brando later said that this movie he made only for the money as he was broke, was ruined in the editing room with the humor of his scenes cut out. Okay, whatever. <laughs> okay. So got, got nominated for that, and then he got nominated for Christopher Columbus The Discovery. <laughs> Another, again, I thought 1492 was boring, but everyone loves to hype on to Christopher Columbus because it keeps getting rediscovered because Benicio Toro's in it, and I think someone like Robert Dobby or somebody is in there. I'm like, jeez, okay. So then Brando when, when gets nominated again in 97 for Dr. Moreau. And he beat out co-star Val Kilmore, Burt Reynolds, Steven Seagal, and Tarantino to win the not-so-combated award. <laughs> <laughs> what did Tarantino get nominated for? I didn't know he was nominated for one. It should be interesting. Acting? Without understand, but let's see. Oh, it's for acting in Dust Till Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, Jesus, 97. That's a huge. Keanu Reeves was nominated for Chain Reaction. Stallone's nominated for Daylight. Adam Sandler's nominated for both Happy Gilmore and Bulletproof. And Pauly Shore wins for Biodome. And it's tied with Tom Arnold, who also wins that same year for three different comedies. I'm like, Jesus, you got to pick one, guys. It can't be both. <laughs> yeah, that's it's like, no, Keanu didn't deserve that Chain Reaction. It wasn't that bad. No. I'm just saying, folks. Yeah. Probably show up what he deserves to win anything. So, <laughs> oh man. And as bad as Ed is, I mean, <laughs> what did you expect? We're supporting actor Seagal for executive decision. Okay. No. And they gave it to Marlon Brando. I don't even know why you would nominate Burt Reynolds other than that. <laughs> it's difficult to work with. Was no, not for Ghost in Darkness. Oh, no. It wasn't that bad. Oh, no, he, For Ghost in Darkness also. Oh, jeez. I'm like, it wasn't that bad. So, I think he was mainly going after these guys based on their repertoire, what he was hearing in the media coverage about him. Like, you can be a shitty person and a good actor. <laughs> exactly. Like, come on, guys. I mean, I like the person, but there are worst actors out there. Yeah, I'm going to pick on it. Well, I'm not going to pick on an actor because that's not fair, but it's all based on the marketing. But if they're, you know, evolving as a person and everything, that's, it says a lot. So, mm -hmm. whatever. Okay. 
Neil Diamond <laughs> was one for the 80, 1980 remake of The Jazz Singer. I saw that. If I saw it, I forgot about it the day after. Uh, Lawrence Olivier, also one for The Jazz Singer. Jesus, he's just big on it anyway. Oh, I didn't say Jazz Singer. I know about him winning. That's what I meant to say. Jeez, uh, so Olivier won two Razzies. He had won a Worst Actor Award in 83 for Inchon. Another movie which apparently made so much little money that it barely it didn't even get a VHS release. That's how bad it was. But having seen it resurface on rare cable TV airings like the Military Channel and Antenna Channels, let alone just seeing it the whole thing on YouTube, I find it mediocre, but hardly like, oh my god, just the worst thing ever. It's just like people just we're very overreactive to, I mean, we think we have it bad now when we see a three or four hour epic and people overreact to everything. I fell asleep. It's like they would really overreact to something and then mm-hmm. a claim of something else that had a far looser plot. It's just like, it was always a popularity contest. So he beat Arnold for Conan the Barbarian, <laughs> winning for Inchon. Uh, wasn't the end of his career. He won an Emmy for King Lear in 84 years later, but I'm like, okay. Um... <laughs> so Ronald McDonald, the mascot, won for playing himself in Mac and Me. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. <sighs> okay, so Stallone wins for Rhinestone. <laughs> Looks like from Rambo 2, also. Jesus. And Rocky 4. Worst actor of the <laughs> century in 2000. Jesus. That's cruel. Yes, because First Blood Part 2 was so bad, wasn't it? Okay. All time Razzie Champ to award contender. Jeez. Yeah, he really hated Sabon because if you look at the 85 awards, oh my god. Yeah, everybody's a punching bag. It's like, first blood part two, worst picture, worst actor, worst... Not just Rambo 2, but Rocky 4, worst director, worst supporting actress, worst screenplay. It's just relentless. Um, So, Eric Roth... Mm -hmm shared the award with Brian Helgeland for The Postman. He is best known for writing Forrest Gump. <laughs> Interesting. Another movie that people like to shit on nowadays and I don't get it. I don't get that either. I think they are. Emilio <laughs> Estevez and Maximum Overdrive. Come on oh my now. God. Who was actor nomination? <laughs> yeah, he was a good actor. <laughs> he wasn't that bad in that movie. Come on now. He's a good director, too. Yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> Stephen, Stephen King was the director for Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> yeah, nominated for that. He didn't win because Prince won for his movie, Under the Cherry Moon. Do what you got to do, man. <laughs> okay. Wait, what does it say? What's the career what's career achievement award? Bruce the Rubber Shark from Jaws. One, two, and three. See, that's cheap. He's not even a real person. I know. <laughs> oh god. 
some of these just baffling okay. especially um, when people are it's like very small roles remember correctly mm-hmm. especially cameos it's like jesus it's like that shouldn't count guys it really shouldn't but they don't care oh yeah because Rowie house does have to be nominated for worst director okay <laughs> and worst <laughs> picture and worst actor okay Sure. Kurt Russell in drag and Tingle and Cash. Seriously? <laughs> That's literally what it says. Yeah, a big pro- deal with people in drag. <laughs> like, what's the point actress? He puts that for Kurt Russell in drag and Tingle and Cash. Oh my god. It didn't last for too long. What's your deal, dude? He won't ever say that's his problem. He can't. He's a chicken shit. I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> well, I should check and see. Did Schwarzenegger get nominated for worst actor? I think I'm right. Nope, he didn't. Good. T2. <laughs> And make sure he didn't get nominated. <laughs> Kevin Costner won for Robin Hood. Did not deserve it. Totally. It's <laughs> a fun movie, but come on. <laughs> yes. I'm mean, like, he's not that bad as Robin Hood. It's not bad, but it's not believable. That's kind of the thing. Well, yeah, but I'm like, worse than Andrew Dice Clay? No. Ooh. Yeah, that's the other thing, too, is, like, if you're, uh, uh, how is this going? If it's, is it based on, again, what, do you like the actor, or what, are they bad in the movie? And it's, like, yeah. <laughs> and some of it's just too easy, like, Dan Aykroyd, Nothing But Trouble. Yeah. What's you gonna do? Vanilla Ice, well, that's obvious to not do that. <laughs> the one film he did I should never bother to watch and I think I'm good uh, <laughs> what was the other ones oh well of course Stallone for stopping my mountain shoots wow yeah Who was it up for grabs? It just seemed like you really hated him for some reason. That's just baffling. Woody Harrelson, indecent proposal. Well, I can't say. I didn't see that movie. Mm, it was bad, but it was the script. Wasn't it? Was picture? <laughs> a decent proposal, that one? Wow. Totally. He nominated Cliffhanger, Last Action Hero. Don't deserve that. Mm. Not for me, personally. <laughs> but <laughs> even then, it's just... Here's the other problem. He's not doing it because whether or not he likes the movie or not. He's doing it because he just... You know, anything he can do. Well, I know. So... But, uh, he's just petty. That's all he is. That's <laughs> <laughs> the right word to use. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like them. Nominate them. 
go for it. Yep. That's I'm sure to that. <laughs> it's like Jesus. OJ Simpson, okay. Not an actor. Nick a gun for your that's why, because he's on trial. Okay. <laughs> Worst screen couple: Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt interview with the vampire, and Stallone challenge Stallone's I do remember list. that. That was funny. Die. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh God. Worst screenplay: The Flintstones. No. I mean. Over North. No. Oh, see, that's the thing. I, all both those. Are kind of mediocre comedies, but I mean, you can find fans of plenty of them. <laughs> Let's see, and Nicole Smith, Nathan Gunn Three. I barely remember how that movie. See, that's the other thing. Part of the humor is that they're playing a version of themselves. And it's like, it's like that shouldn't count. Yeah. Once again, he don't care. He doesn't care. He just had to. It's like, well. I don't like them, so they win. <laughs> it's like, I don't like Spice World, but having the Spice Girls win worst actress for playing themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Logic. It's not here. <laughs> you got worst screen couple. This is a spoiler to my seeing this movie. The Caprio and himself as twins in Iron Man the Iron Mask. Okay. <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see the movie, so I can't say, but okay. Wait, what? Any combination of two characters' body parts or fashion accessories to Spice Wall? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, I didn't recall that. Bruce Wall's in the asteroid and Armageddon. <laughs> it's like, jeez. Okay. Like, let's see. What's movie trends of the year? Gidgets and geezers, 58-year-old men. Oh, referring to a perfect mother, 67-year-old stepmom. What? Okay. 58-year-old <laughs> lady, lady men and 28-year-old lady ladies. That's why for those three films. I'm like, okay. Clearly hate older men being with younger women, but it happens, folks. It's like it to you. If you hate that, you should have hated a lot of Woody Allen movies. Just it saying. sounded just like just hate seeing anybody get pussy in a film. It's like, are you an incel, Mr. Wilson? <laughs> it's like, you should have hated Woody Allen then, dude. Just saying. Uh, mm. I gotta point that out. Sorry, if I have to. Um, Jesus. <laughs> Adam Sandler and Big Daddy. I actually don't hate Big Daddy. I, didn't everybody get targeted during that movie? I think that way. That was the... Schwarzenegger in the days? No. 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 But it's a popular one for everyone to hate, and it's just like, what's wrong with a little Hellraiser Omen type fun? <laughs> yeah, Catherine Zahid Jones and Trapman, of course, they put that one there. <laughs> she was so cute and charismatic with Sean Connery on there. Exactly. People they're just like, oh, it's just that one scene you remember. I'm like, no. The story is actually interesting, folks. You just don't bother to watch it. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, it's definitely got a higher user score. I've even seen, I remember some mm -hmm. person. Mm 
<laughs> That's of course worst director, very silent film, Wild Wild West. Worst screenplay, Wild Wild West. Worst original song, Wild Wild West. <laughs> Music and lyrics by Stevie Wonder, really? I didn't know that. Well, I learned something new. Okay. Denise Richards and Willow's Not Enough. That's easy, folks. Come on, you're right. She wasn't an actress. She was casted because she's cute. And some movies she works, like Spin City. And then there's others where it's like, yeah, no, she's not doing anything except playing Charles Sheen's. It's <laughs> like spouse. some like, wild thing she managed to walk by. And... Right. <laughs> That's probably as emotional as she ever got on screen. It was like, yeah. Starship Troopers is like part of the amusement of that was they were casting former soap opera stars in this satirical piece. Gabriel O'Brien in the days? No, come on now. Yeah, no, he he owned that movie. That was that was one of the best interpretations of the Devil. Period. I'm sorry. Uh, the former horror podcast I was even on is like uh, <laughs> the co-host was like it who I actually got along with. I didn't get along with the females. And he was like a big burn fan. He's like, I will watch that dude just chew up the scenery, even if it's a oh, yeah. boring gangster movie. He's like, I love my burn. <laughs> Bring the yeah. burn. Bring the summer, hurt. You got Summer Hayek and Dogma, Wild Wild West. No. No. I mean, she's definitely made it more watchable, guys. <laughs> Like, we'll, we'll scream a couple Jake Lloyd and Haley Portman. That's what was episode one. Oh my god. <laughs> they were just nominated. They didn't win. Nah. Let, let Kevin... me. Oh, oh. well. So I Kevin just gave it away. Klein, Kevin Klein wins. Perfect. And, and Will Smith. Wild Wild West. Please. See. Again, they were really good in that awful movie. So I. <laughs> Was like, nope, everybody sucked because everybody that's what people say. Sucks. Like, okay, guys, you feel that way. I mean, there's so many layers to it. <laughs> like, there are worse actors than people you just mentioned, but okay. I mean, I get that comedy is subjective, but if I'm going to nominate a movie that I don't like, it better be because, like, just nothing in it worked. And uh, let me guess. I guess he picks on Will Smith the rest of his career. I'll have to but, check right now and see. Cause I, I know afterward, like something. I mean, they deserve certain things, but not everything. No? Didn't get him for Bad Boys 2 or anything? I'm surprised. <laughs> Should definitely got Ashton Kutcher, Cuba Gooding Jr. Wow. Angelina Jolie and Beyond Borders. I haven't seen that yet, but I don't just no, think ahead. She's great. <laughs> so emotional. Like, Crystal Walking Came with Jack. No, no, no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Did he win that for all three movies he made that year? Like The Country Bears and uh, Jiggly? Or, no. no, he was not one. It's the low one for Spy Kids 3D. Of course he did. Antonio Banderas. <laughs> You got Demi Moore winning for Charlie's Angels for Toronto. I mean, no, she wasn't good in it, but it wasn't a good movie. So it's <laughs> to me, she was the best part of that movie. <laughs> I mean, shit. It's 
just a bad movie, guys. <laughs> like, oh, Martin Bruce one for Julie. No. No. Yeah. Sorry, folks. Don't. And nominate, nominate the Wachowskis for Matrix. No. The first one? No, the second one. Second and third. Reloaded <laughs> Revolutions. Jeez. Like, you may hate the movies, guys, but the direction was not that bad. Jesus. <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, from Justin McKelly. I forgot about that thing. I mean, oh, no. oh. it's not good, but again, I mean, those people weren't actors, so you can't expect them to get good performances. But... Exactly. I see, this is just like Fahrenheit, and... 9, Fahrenheit 9-11. We got Britney Spears winning also as herself. Oh, yeah, and Austin Powers is like, yeah, no, that doesn't count either. That's the joke. I mean, her head explodes. Is that punishment enough? <laughs> like, come on. So, who would you nominate if you had a chance? <laughs> if you were to redo this whole damn thing and actually make it be well-natured. <laughs> Campy. Well. Yeah, might as well. Oh, I said that should have been nominated as Kenneth Branagh on Celebrity. That's the one I always gotta mention. <laughs> Somebody just doing a trying to be. I might describe it. Well, somebody like he's hosting SNL and he wants to do an impression of Woody Allen, and that's what he does. It's like it's just a horribly bad impression of Woody Allen. It feels like you're it's an SNL sketch, and that's Kenneth Branagh on Celebrity. Jesus, man. <laughs> that would have been an obvious choice. Right. Another one I would put, just because, well, I know it's easy, but I might as well as Buster Rhymes of Hollywood Resurrection. Hollywood Direction? No, Buster Rhymes and Halloween Resurrection. Halloween Resurrection. Okay, yeah, yeah. My bad. I mean, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's pretty bad. But then again, he kind of wasn't much of an actor. He basically played a version of himself in the John Singleton film sure. Higher Learning. So it's like, yeah, I mean, it's kind of, he's much like Ice Cube. He's not known for being an actor. He just had a persona that worked and sometimes didn't. And it's just like, yeah, don't know what to say. <laughs> and there's like other ones. I mean, I personally would have gone with Pedro Pascal, one woman, instead of Kristen Wiig. I mean, I to be fair, he didn't even was. get a script until later. But yeah, I mean, everything about the acting in that movie kind of seemed off. So, I mean, I probably wouldn't give a fuck either. <laughs> I mean, Peter Saul's gone. I can name any film. But I'll just go with Green Lantern. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Like, they that scream. Notes for that or some shit. You know what? I should check like that. <laughs> I'm like, no. Song's gonna deserve that nomination more than Reynolds did. Just saying. No, they didn't? Oh, good. Oh, Green Lantern actually escapes the Razzies. I'm surprised. <laughs> it was funny. They were like, oh, well, we just forgot about it. Okay. okay. Well, DiCaprio is nominated for The Beach. Can he be not? I would totally nominate him for everything else. <laughs> Well, he deserved the beach nomination. That's what he did. Jesus. Yeah, I'd 
I, hell, I'd give it to the Revenant <laughs> for best mm. for best Oscar bait. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I I know this might be controversial here, but I might as well. I mean, it's Tom just Hardy my on this list. <laughs> no, I was gonna put one of the I know. <laughs> I believe the guy's name is Stephen Jeffries in Fright Night. <laughs> I know that's going to make some people mad, but I can't stand that performance. And I've tried so many times, <laughs> so many times to get into it. I just can't. Uh, hell, if you have to go with 80s performances that haven't even held up too well, I mean, <laughs> I'm sure that someone like, uh, I mean, think of just any whiny actor. I mean, <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. That's why I had to think of him immediately. Was, oh, God. I mean, I could say Woody Allen for any of his films, but that's easy. Oh, perfect. Um. <laughs> Most self-indulgent prick. <laughs> it's like, I just play myself the whole time. I'm not really acting. Right. Like, I just, okay. Someone has to be talking or narrating the movie, so it's me. Did Charlie okay. Sheen get any nominations? That'd be funny. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a good... Although it's probably realistically just for him playing himself, which I mean that's the point. So I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you want to talk about not just acting but directing, as much as I'd say, I mean, Ron Rodriguez should have nominated for Machete Kills. Oh, totally. Just... I know yeah. Lady Gaga got one for that, so I'm like, good, you're on the right path. <laughs> Oh, see, I didn't even know that. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, did he pick on Vendera's bunch? Seems like he was fun to make fun of by the Razzies. You know, he didn't deserve it, to be fair. Worst. Okay, so Melanie Griffith got a worse mm. Razzie for that movie he was in with her called Too Much, but that's being cheap. I mean,. I mean, they also being cheap, like with some of the Transformers, like Rosie Hudson Whiteley, which I'm like, she wasn't that bad. And honestly, I thought she was better than Megan Fox, if you ask me. Yeah, he does pick on both those actresses. Anyone who's just in any of these movies who's a bombshell. I'm like, well, okay. I mean, then they give, like, Rihanna from Battleship, she won for that. Oh, my God. I'm like, she wasn't great, but. The movie did worse. So, I mean. <laughs> I mean, Megan Fox winning for Ninja Turtles. Uh, yeah. Anything you can do I to mean, that, get that. That movie sucks, but... <laughs> I mean... I'm not going to blame her for that. In fact, she was the least... irritating of everybody in that. Mm -hmm. To be fair. It was well on that, then, yeah, I'm all for him getting nominated. All for it. Trust me. <laughs> Did they pick on Taylor Kitsch that year? He was... Yeah, what? I wonder if they did. Sienna Miller and G.I. Joe? Eh. Pretty bad, but... Pretty bad, can't, but... Can't be not blamed. Winning. <laughs> not for a win. Some of the other noms. <laughs> trying to see. Oh, no, they didn't nominate him for Gambit. I'm surprised. But they would have. <laughs> Somebody's just too easy. You can tell. No, uh, that's just it. Yeah, I mean, Fifty mm -hmm. Shades winning. I'm like, yeah, it's a shitty Skinamax movie. So, 
made on a big budget. I mean, most of these movies basically are crappy B movies that were made for over two million. So I mean, it's just kind of funny. You see, Kelsey Grammer won for four movies in the same year. Like Expendables three, Legends Legends of Oz, Thinking Like a Man two, and Transformers four. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Like he was barely in Expendables 3. Not a Sad. fan of Frasier, huh? <laughs> I guess not. Uh, love me some Frasier. I mean, so do I. But, like, <laughs> I guess he hated him in, on Chia's and then hated his own show also. I don't know. And <laughs> he got Jesse Eisenberg for BVS. BVS. I mean, well, Batman v Superman, that's what I call oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I mean, I called it when they announced him, like, he's going to win. And I called it, I should have bet money. Just right. Saying. Can this become the new fantasy football? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I do it. Because <laughs> I'm sure I'll be right most of the time. <laughs> called it. Called well, some of these, I mean, if you ask me, the recent Robin Hood should have won a ton, but oh, somehow that box was awful. Taron Egerton, literally, he was kind of like uh, Alex Skarsgård in the twenty sixteen Tarzan, where it's like everyone's oh, saying yeah. he's awful. I'm like, well, he's a good actor and everything else, but you know, the studio messed with it, and he has, as a result, just no. You don't know that he's a good actor because <laughs> what you're looking at is like, yeah, it's it's pretty bad. But oh, what do you Jesus. expect? I see. Did Did Robbie... Robbie... I'm trying Something. to say like Bruce Willis was dominating Death Wish. That's actually one of his best performances. Give me a break. Yeah. And of course, Margot Robbie got attacked because I'm in Suicide Squad and. Well, I mean, I figured that. I thought, she got, I thought she got attacked for Tarzan, and I was like, for God's sakes, she was like the only one actually trying, <laughs> besides Sam Jackson. I actually forgot she was in Tarzan, to be honest. I mean... But yeah. Um, oh, Jesus. Am I seeing that right? Yep. I am. <laughs> <laughs> she most definitely was nominated. Ben Affleck for worst actor for Batman v Superman. Give me a break. Come on now. Mm. And of course they nominated Gerard Butler. Of course they did. What for? Gods of Egypt and London has fallen. <laughs> so much wrong in that whole statement. Yeah, I get it. If you think mm-hmm. Gods of Egypt sucked ass, but don't say that he's awful in it. <laughs> Honestly, if anything. He's... He's one that's watchable, if you ask me. And I'm sorry. Those of us who like Olympus, most all of us like London. <laughs> but Olympus is still my favorite. London's my second favorite, still. I mean, come on now. We, can't we like it all? Exactly. <sighs> oh, so, God. I remember so Mother's Day because I saw that in a theater with my mom. And I'm like, was nobody was lame. bad in it. Yeah. Really? It's just it. I mean, it was forgettable, but it wasn't. 
like worst of the year, not even close. I mean, you also got to know what kind of movie you're doing. It's got to be exactly. just like a really just like you would have to basically take Legally Blonde and then all the worst elements out of Sandler and the spoof movies and then just put them in a blender for me to just say, fuck this movie, you know, just like just take any kind of movie that could work and just fuck it up. And unfortunately, they're just kind of going for oh, there's got to be no argument here. I, I've seen other people talk. They don't like him. And then how many times does he nominate Brian De Palma? Because <laughs> he still has that, that article where he says, he's. I still think he's a bad actor. <laughs> Brian De Palma? Like, has he ever acted? Oh, just... no, just just as worst director or some shit. Oh, like okay. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. That would be... I mean, he would, knowing how petty he is, he'd probably, if he made a cameo as himself, he'd probably, yeah, <laughs> just dominate him. It's also funny when I read, like, the worst original song they used to have, they just pick random songs from soundtracks. Right, stuff that's not even necessarily in the movie, but, oh, I hate those in credits. I'm like, well, there's a reason you turn them off by that point. <laughs> it's just... It's like, oh, I'll... I'll pick I Want Your Sex by George Michael to win from Beverly Hills Cop 2. Oh my god. Okay. It's just because he hates George Michael, so. I guess so. And <laughs> you nominate U2 for Batman Forever? You serious? I don't even recall that song in there. Call Me, Throw Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me. That's the title. Nah, I recall you it being know. a good song, so. <laughs> and you nominate... ACDC for Last Action Hero? Hell no. I'm sorry. Jesus. I love that song. Big Gun? Come on now. How can... Yeah, no. Anyone... You don't have to like ACDC, but don't shit on them and act like they weren't relevant. <laughs> like... Jeez Louise. And of course they... When it got to the last one, which they nominated Dying of the Day, which should have won, to be fair. Dying of the Day, yeah. Fuck that and then... Too. <laughs> she got beat by Britney Spears because of Crossroads, apparently. Now, let's see. Does anyone even remember that awful movie? So it's, I don't. I mean, it's the reason it's a Rift Tracks, guys, but... I mean, the only thing I know is Dan Aykroyd's in it, and that's about it. That's pretty bad. <laughs> clips I've seen. I refuse to watch the whole thing. <laughs> well, same here. I was like, yeah, no thanks. I mean... That's all I gotta say about that. I never bothered to watch it. Although, although I might be dragged to watch it one day. You never know. Oh wait, hold on a minute. As much as this is overplayed, I'm not gonna agree with this. I don't want to miss a thing by Aerosmith. <laughs> I never hated that. So Granted, it's overplayed as hell, but. Yeah. I mean, there are worse songs out there you should have not heard. I would go down a whole list of them, to be fair. And, mm. but at least that's, when they just discontinued that in 2002. Like, nope, I'm not doing that anymore. Jeez. And I did, did like, the worst score as what well. What music do you like, <laughs> Mr. Wilson? Oh, they just did the score in this 80s. That's it. Okay. Well, they nominated the thing. Really? Yeah. Score? John Carpenter was a big punching bag back then. So. I mean, they nominated Thief, 
but you don't agree with that. Yeah, no, nothing bad about that soundtrack at all. So you got also Death Wish Two, but Jimmy Page, really? I didn't know that. I mean, I definitely would never nominate any Death Wish movie score. I would nominate probably the screenplay or a bad guy overacting, but I mean, that's canon. I don't even so. think Charles Bronson was nominated for that. Nope, he wasn't. Okay. He's not gonna. He's not gonna fuck with Charles Bronson. <laughs> Probably too afraid to say anything. Uh, he's probably watched that Simpsons skit. I'm going to kill Limit. It's like, yep, nope, not gonna do it. I can't do it. It's just <laughs> interesting there, huh? I mean, Rhinestone, that's easy. Say that. Yeah, nothing good about that one. <laughs> Rocky 4 1 for both score. Jesus. I knew the score for that. Like, come on. Like, you just grasped me by straws at this point. Saying, <laughs> about to say, it's just sad. It's like, oh, let's be that easy. Let's pick like the Jonas Brothers to win for themselves for a concert movie nobody remembers. Yeah, it's a concert. That's not fair. It's like they're not acting. Just saying, guys. I guess everyone should win for just being them. But of course, I guess it's like, well, it doesn't matter. You still suck. I'm like, okay. But. Okay, Boomer. They're not playing a character. Bang. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and. Like I said, there's just some that should have been nominated, as I mentioned before, with Woody Allen. I mean, I could <laughs> go down a whole list some of his films, some of the performances and that, but <laughs> be here all day. Um, <laughs> well, hell, even Aronofsky, you could say. Yeah, he gave attention to Jennifer Lawrence and like, yeah, she's pretty bad in some of those movies. But I think she even got nominated for Mother, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. I mean, she didn't win, but I know she got nominated. Yep, well, I'm right. Well deserved. God damn, fuck that movie. Yeah, she, yep, she got nominated but got beat by Tom Perry for playing Medea. <laughs> Jesus. Yes, you. Pick her. We pick him, technically, sorry. You have Tom Cruise winning for The Mummy. I mean, it wasn't great, but I don't think it was the worst thing. Damn. I mean, Anthony Hopkins, why don't blink Hopkins to Transformers? Just saying. You know, he was given probably one of the longest speeches I've ever sat through in a theater that wanted to leave. Well, that's, that's how, what the award's for? Well, if that's what it was for, then I understand that part. But no, then. Was it for Amistad? No, it's for Transformers last night and Clyde, apparently. It's like, who remembers Collide? Come on. I don't. It was pretty bad, but, I mean, there's a reason no one saw it. <laughs> exactly. And... I mean, I used to not like some of his movies because it seemed like he would just accept anything like every other British actor, but, I mean, shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm still one of the people that 
I don't love him as Campbell Lecter like a lot of people do. No. I'm more for Brian Cox, to be fair. Oh, totally. Hell, Mads Mikkelsen. <laughs> there you go. But, yeah, I mean... <laughs> I mean... I get that there's going to be some actors we just don't like in any movie because they got a whiny voice or just a persona just, just all wrong sauce. But, I mean, there's so many others. It's like none, most of all these guys, like, other than Sandler, I would not even waste time on. Like, so if I were to take this over, I'd just sponge all the Keanu Reeves hate and Stallone shit and just be like, I mean, some of his movies that are bad, we could totally just nominate and just say, like, Rocky Five versus Fight Scene or some shit. But, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, keep it at that. Um, well, I mean, yeah, Vol Kilmer. <laughs> are you kidding? It's not bad in anything. <laughs> Dr. Morale is fair game because it is pretty laughable. Although I still haven't seen that. Although I did see that Martha Cox was, was in that at one point under a ton of makeup, which I was impressed by. And they posted a video on Instagram. I hope they didn't nominate any of the makeup. I mean, there's definitely nothing wrong with the makeup. <laughs> Maybe Marlon oh, Brando, but there's some actors you just can't help. But, I mean, I definitely recall the creature effects being convincing. <laughs> well, I could tell because just looking at, you know, the Costco's in the gram, I was like, damn, that was you? I didn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> that was a very brief part. <laughs> I was like, see, that's why I always tell people why I prefer makeup over certain CG moments, but that's just me. I mean, um, even CGI can be good, but that's yeah. the other thing, too. There's plenty of times where you're like, yeah, it's just not. It's just get, barely getting by, guys. <laughs> Sometimes it's all based on the budget. Like, Babylon 5 isn't known for having great CGI that hasn't dated well because well, yeah. they used to remaster it fucked up so it's gonna look even more outdated but at the same time it's kind of got those b-movie moments so you can kind of accept it oh, yeah, there's, some, there's some that you can't accept with that but when it just is overloaded with it and you that's all you focus on rather than telling us the way then that's yeah. the most thought of the thing that's that's gonna get attacked but it is what it is um oh yeah Let me look up some of the worst actors of all time. <laughs> I'll be curious what will come up there. Um, the, sure. Going going to Cheat Sheet. Oh, that's not a real site. Well, that, since that's a snob city, let's look up. Ben Affleck ranks 25. No. 24 no. is Kevin Costner. No. I know people who hate him, but that's most of us will think he's good in the right stuff. Mm -hmm. Jaden Smith. No. And I don't even like him as a person. I mean, he was bad in After Earth. That's about it. He was bad in the Karate Kid remake, but I mean, I didn't see it, so. He kind of started the pursuit of happiness. Is like, so, lesson to self: he should just only star in stuff with his father in a good script. Keanu Reeves, no. No. Quentin Tarantino, well, I will nominate. <laughs> Maybe some of his acting in other movies, but I mean, I didn't think he was bad in Pulp Fiction. M. Night, no. Yeah. Jamie Dornan, not great, but let's just pass over for now and see what he's done. I based on some performances, that's just me. Oh, yeah. He was okay in that one about uh, the dwarf actor who was in uh, Fantasy Island. That was an interesting biopic, but 
yeah, this is like everything else. This is like he's just been in bad movies. So, <laughs> uh, Marky Mark. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like yes, he's made some bad stuff, but he's shown he can act sometimes, folks. Mm-hmm. Owen um, Wilson. No. Yeah, go figure. <laughs> he's not much of an actor, and that's just that he's not. Some people can only play themselves, so it's like. Although like I would. Proven, he's proven in two films that he can at least do some type of drama, at least to me, behind the enemy lines and, in my opinion, no escape. If anything, he should. we should nominate Wes Anderson for just making pointless movies. Exactly. 50 Cent, well, it's pretty good on power, and everything else has just been bad movies, so it's like, yeah. <laughs> the only one, I only one that I thought he was decent was Den of Thieves. That's about it. He was good in that. He was good in uh, some of those. I thought he was good in his brief appearance in The Prince, but that's just me. Uh, David Spade? No. Mm, no. He's a good sitcom star, but some. And I'm not even a fan of Joe Dirt, so. <laughs> but I know many are, so. I can take that one, but, you know. Kirk Cameron? Oh, my God. Go for it. Hulk Hogan? Yeah, sure, but. Yeah. Not like he was an actor. Exactly. Tyler Perry. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Brendan Fraser. Hell no. <laughs> no, not Fraser. Steven Seagal, go for it. I would yeah. be on the list. He'd be the first directed video category we'd make. For <laughs> <laughs> actor with the most pointless uh, <laughs> directed video cinema three decades in a row, Steven Seagal by far. Hayden Christensen, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I didn't even like him in Takers, and I like that movie. So, Taylor Lautner, go for it. Yeah. Put in, put in Pattinson and Kristen Stewart while you're at it. And before anyone says they're good in other stuff other than Twilight, disagree strongly. I didn't like him before they were well known. <laughs> like the one Kristen Stewart I liked was Underwater, and that was the one time she was good in the movie. No, there you go. Like Panic Room, but she was very annoying. So. Exactly. Rob Schneider, Nick Cage. Yeah, go for it. But don't nominate everything. I'm not going to say everything Nick Cage. Early Nick Cage? No. Now, yes. <laughs> Polly Shore, go for it. Yeah, Polly Shore. Chuck Norris. Oh. <laughs> this is going to divide people. <laughs> Can we put best on intentional sitcom being Walker, Texas Ranger? <laughs> Go for it. Eddie Griffin. Uh, mm. I don't know. I haven't liked him in some, and I think I don't want to pick on him. Since most of his stuff is just, you know. <laughs> some stuff I like him in, some yeah. stuff not, not so much. But I don't blame him most of the time. He's worst comedians. Ellen Bogg. Is on here because he was in Birdemic. See, <laughs> the only other thing he's done is just do extra work on Parks and Rec. I don't. <laughs> I'm not an actor. I mean, yes, Birdemic, you should totally nominate because it is a great bad movie. But The Room, <sighs> see, that's another one where <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> unmistakable and it's atrocious quality, and yet it's just so. It's rewritten movie cinema because of how passionate it is about it's full of itself. I don't know. So, yeah, no. <laughs> I think everyone needs to get out more and just 
I mean, it's kind of like when people were picking on Bryce Dallas Howard. I'm like, well, yeah, Jurassic World sucked, but and her character didn't have anything to it. But she's not a bad actress. <laughs> it just depends on the right script for her. That's the only thing. It's for any person, really. I mean, we've seen Sigourney Weaver phone in some performances. We've seen Michael yeah. Caine yeah. give a fuck, and so it's like, okay, and. See Morgan Freeman not give a fuck. What's uh, up? Morgan Freeman and De Niro are the kings of just appearing in everything and selling out and just saying, "Hey, it's, it's money." <laughs> it's like you're gonna see it anyway. That's the other amusing part. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and sometimes they're surprisingly really good in the most in a movie that doesn't even deserve it. I'm sure I could nominate a few other Mickey Rourke movies, but I don't want to nominate him because he's not bad actor. So. No, it's not. It'd be amusing to see how many movies Eric Roberts could be <laughs> put on there. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't, to be honest. Right. They picked so much on the specialist, and then they just left him and everyone else alone. Except Sharon Stone and Stallone. So. I guess they wanted to be nice and strong NATO for some reason, but like, oh, it's too easy. Like, uh, okay. Yeah. It's like, they're basically... TV and video store stuff is off limits, but I mean, anything on Netflix or in the cinemas, we're, we're going to pick on. I'm like, yeah, can you nominate most of every Netflix movie, like Worst Platform, you know, <laughs> with the pretty bad reputation of making cheaply shot movies in Louisiana <laughs> or Austin or <sighs> well, one of the cheapest places to shoot is Bulgaria for them. Oh, there you um, go. Although, they're having good films shot there. Exactly. LA. Every other movie about Marines. <laughs> well, if it's Millennium, that's really the shoes. <laughs> they do. One of the sniper films was even shot there. Um, that's where the Protégé was shot, so. There you go. Except that's actually good. <laughs> I'm surprised this fucker didn't attack John Wick with how much he hates Keanu. <laughs> I'm surprised too, to be honest. Although, it's like anything that has a good Rotten Tomatoes score, he basically is staying away from. And it's like, good God. <laughs> you could be harsh too on there too, guy. Just saying. You can think for yourself. And at the same time, you don't have to play a game of favorites. Well, thank you for being on here. I think we've summed up why yeah. the Razzies aren't working. Uh, sure did. <laughs> we'll return after these messages. Hey, feeling down? Feeling low? Not enough podcasts about movies in your life? Why not try? They must be destroyed on sight! The new podcast cure-all. Sure to get you right with the world and on a path to better living. We have exploitation, we have Italian horror, we have zombies, we have slashers, we have crime films, we have spaghetti westerns, we even have sci-fi and sex comedies. So take a dose of... They must be destroyed on sight! As needed, and let the hosts, Lee Russell, Daniel Harper, Paul Romali, and the odd guest host, Cure What Ails Ya. Warning, may cause atrophy, African consumption, black fever, bone shave, chin puff, colic, cramp colic, Dropsy of the brain, elephantitis, grocer's itch, jaundice, mania, miasma, mortification, palsy, pox disease, rheumatism, scurvy, St. Anthony's fire, summer complaint, and worm fit in some people. Consult physician before listening.
Hey, I heard you like movies. I heard you like to hustle. I heard you like podcasts. Well, guess what? There's a podcast for you out there called The Home Video Hustle. Damn right. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? Every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I put a bunch of movies in a bag and PJ picks one out at random. Mm -hmm. And then we just watch it. We talk about it for maybe like an hour, hour and a half, two hours. Whatever we feel like doing, wherever the conversation leads us. But do we actually talk about the movie? Most of the time. Ah. Tangents galore. Yes. So believe me, we may be a movie podcast, but it's not always about movies. We might talk about video games. Mm -hmm. Music. music. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's mm -hmm. the big one, music. Uh, sometimes we might get a little bit of politicalness in there. Yes. Sometimes we may just, oh, we know what we like to do. We like to tell stories, please. Yeah, yes. I am the master storyteller yes. of the podcast realm. <laughs> Undefeated. So if you like to hear about movies, video games, whatever foolishness comes to our mind, the most random stuff you can think of, check out the Home Video Hustle. You can find us on the Stitchers, yes. the Google Play, yes. Apple Podcasts, what else? Podbean, what else? Podcast Addict, goddamn, all that. Ain't no reason you can't get your hustle on. We everywhere, worldwide, baby. Hustle, motherfucking hustle. Hey, we can't cuss in the promo, PJ. Ah, we gotta be family friendly. There may be podcasts out there that don't want his hair to say. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> good fun stuff. <laughs> well, <laughs> you. <laughs> no, don't, don't run the listeners away, Pete. Ah, I'm sorry. But this is going kind of long. Yes. So we'll end this and say, hey, check out the Home Video Hustle every Friday on all the various podcast outlets. Peace. Peace. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. And while Witch didn't make it to the top of the world, he did make the Gangs of Hollywood podcast. So join the gang and enjoy a movie review podcast about movie gangs, gangsters, mobsters, and the mayhem they cause. You can find GOH Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GOHpod at www.gohpod.com as well as your favorite podcast listening app. And remember, say hello to your little friend for me. If you take two old punk rockers who are past their prime, put them in front of a movie screen and give them a podcast, what do you get? Cinema punks. Cinepunks. It's the mixtape of movies. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Oh, necrophilia. It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked. Crude. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. Oh, I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. 
every week I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of. Unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you should be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything Dude, that kept Little history up. doll yeah, popping absolutely. up at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped from watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was. How be did a rough you watch movie. this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. Hey everybody, I'm Corey. And I'm Zach. And we're the hosts of Podcasting After Dark, a cast dedicated to late-night horror and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, often found on HBO and Cinemax. You know, the movies your parents didn't want you watching as a kid. You can find us every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher. This is what you want. This is what you get. It's late, it's time, let's check our cue, baby. Pair it with a couple brews, baby. We love good movies. We love the bad ones, too. So we watch them all and pass their lessons on to you. Oh, yeah. Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one last plot holes a gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy With your friend Stephen Izzy At eilfm.podbean.com Welcome to Who Was She Podcast I'm your host, Tara Jabari After a decade working in documentaries, marketing, and all things digital media, I found that podcasting is a strong medium to share stories. After years of producing for others, I decided to start my own biographical podcast. Who Was She? will focus on the life of a woman throughout Baha'i history. The first season is about Lydia Zeminoff. Lydia's story explores the subjects of the power of language and faith. Her father invented the universal language Esperanto, and she came from a Jewish family and became a Baha'i. She grew up during World War I and was killed during World War II in a concentration camp, despite heroic efforts to save her life. How can one person's life intersect with so many others? connect across borders, and inspire a biography which inspired this podcast. Over the next few weeks, I will share her story with you and the lives that were most affected by her and those who affected her life as well. They include her father, Ludwig Semenov, her spiritual mother, American journalist Martha Root, and the Baha'i German soldier Fritz Mako, who worked for the resistance undercover while having to serve the Nazi party. I want to thank the author Wendy Heller and George Ronald Publishing for their blessing to let me use Heller's biography, Lydia, The Life of Lydia Zeminoff, Daughter of Esperanto, as a main and instrumental resource for this podcast.
So please subscribe and learn about this amazing woman who traveled through three continents in an effort to bring unity through the power of language. You can also find more information on our Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest at Who Was She Podcast. Music was composed and performed by Sam Red. I am your host, Tara Jabari. Join us next time as we begin our journey about Lydia Zeminoff. Hi, everybody. It's Mac Jackson. I wanted to invite you to a new site called the Forever Adventure Network. This website has everything. Pictures, videos, blogs. There's original music by Harmony Constant. Two podcasts. One is the MacGyver podcast, where we celebrate Richard Dean Anderson, his iconic roles, and how it's influenced our lives. There's episode discussions, interviews, and life conversations. The second podcast is the Never Gets Old podcast, where we celebrate all the best things that we love in life, from TV, movies, music, and comics. The site is also the home for the MacGyver SG-1 audio series, an ongoing adventure series that continues the adventures of MacGyver and SG-1. There are also multiple stores to choose from for all of your pop culture and adventure needs. Come on by and check us out today. And thanks for joining the adventure. Are you sick of the same old stale podcasts? Well then join Vanessa and Darren as they dissect movies of all kinds. The two lifelong cinema lovers bring their favorites, curiosities, and first-time watches to the operating table and inject them with a healthy dose of snark. Then there's the waiting room, where they examine books and short stories. So just look for them on Apple Podcasts and where fine podcasts are available. They're part of the Legion Podcast Network. Follow them on Twitter at VD Clinic Pod. Join them on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash VD Clinic Pod. Or email them at VD Clinic Pod at gmail.com. They're ready to cure what ails you. <laughs> and still, they just might be a little contagious. Hi there. It's Heather from the Watching Netflix Without You podcast. Did you know that there are over 1,200 Netflix original feature films and documentaries? And that number is only growing. So I've made it my mission to watch as many as I possibly can. Then, with a delightful guest or guests, disclaimer, more often than not my brother, Ryan, we spend an episode rating, reviewing, and discussing a film at length. The first half of every episode is spoiler-free for those who haven't seen it yet, and in the second half, after a very clear spoiler warning, we dive into it. And that's really about it. You can listen to Watching Netflix Without You on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more.
now continue with our program. Follow us on the web on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The podcast is available on Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Apple, and anywhere else podcasts are available. Feel free to review our show and leave comments on any of those sites. Thanks a million for listening. It's a jacked up review show.